0: most traders struggle because of lack of capital uh nope here's the thing right I'll, I'll stop the question right there lack of capital has nothing to do with trading you could be a great trader with zero capital so it's not lack of capital um i do think unrealistic unrealistic expectations is a problem um the whole get rich quick uh mindset i do think that is a problem I do think that is a problem that that causes uh, improper expectations, as you mentioned. I think it also causes um, poor actions because you have you have many traders that are actually doing really really good, but they don't consider it good, and then they'll sabotage themselves. Right. So let me ask you guys this. Right. Let me. Um, what if I told you you can make a return a year in the market. What would you say to that deal? I think any any investor, I think any investor, I think any trader would do a backflip over that. even if you are physically incapable of doing a backflip, you would find a way because that deal is so great that it would just cause you to do a backflip. So I think that's a proper expectation. If someone tells you, hey, you can make a 50% return annually, you're like, oh yeah, sign me up, right? Because that is probably, I mean, that's, thats you're not getting a better deal than that anywhere else in, in any type of investment um, on a consistent basis. Um, However, you may have a trader that is on pace. You may have a trader that is on pace to do a 50% return on investment per year. But because they expect a 50% return on investment every month, they either quit. So they have something that's good and they quit. Or what else do you think they may do? or they may sabotage themselves yeah they may say you know what that's not enough I need more and then they over leverage themselves and then you guys know what happens when we don't execute good risk management tactics we you you blow money when the when the downfall comes when the drawdown happens you you lose everything because you're over leveraged um what most traders don't notice is that most traders typically become over leveraged after they've already made profit right why is that From a psychological standpoint, why why do most people begin to over-leverage themselves after the profit has already been made, right? Because after they've already made profit, that's when the ego inflates, right? And that's when they start seeing this awesome return, but they're like, man, it could have been better. And they they start trading a bigger position size because they wanna they wanna make more where if you just look at probabilities, right? This is, trading is a game of probabilities. If you look at probabilities, after a a great winning streak, are you more likely to win or lose? You're more likely to lose, right? So you are actually, you're putting yourself at more risk into a situation where you're likely to lose more right i just saw this commercial i think it was a progressive commercial one of these funny commercials where it's like um not making the right decision and it's it's like uh it's it's these these teens and it's a horror movie and it's like they're stuck in a horror movie and they're like hey guys what should we do oh look there's a car with the key in it and it's already running and it's this open field to escape and they're like no i think we should run into that cave behind the wall of chainsaws and then they go high behind the wall of chainsaws and the, the little, the, the creepy, I guess, murderer person's back. there like, really? Really? All right, you, you just, you, you make a dumb you, <laughs> you're already in a bad position. You just make it worse. But the mentality is, I mean, people don't think they're gonna lose. That's the, that, that's the, the truth of trading, right? I mean, let's, let's, I'm sure many of us were that in position. When you, when you win, you feel great. You feel like it's a you thing. You feel like you've mastered the markets. You can't lose. Right? It's that, it's that overconfidence. And it's the same thing, I mean, I'm, I'm a sports guy. I play basketball, right? When you get on a hot streak in basketball, right? You feel like you can't miss a shot. So I understand it. But in trading, it, when you're risking a lot of money doing it, you you know, it would actually be wiser to protect yourself. It would actually be wiser to increase your position size as you're going through a losing streak because your odds of winning are better. Um, but So I, I think that's a problem too, is traders are actually pretty good. Um, but like you said, the, the expectations are unrealistic. So they end up sabotaging themselves because they want more. That was the story of when I managed money. Again, I, I started off managing money. I was making a, a nice 2% a month. That's, that's what I wanted to do for my client. And um, we had a really, really hot streak going. He asked, well, why aren't we making more? And I was explaining to him. I said, "Well, you know, you know, just you know, slow and steady, low risk. You know, you gave me a quarter mil. I don't want to blow it. I just want to make you a little bit more return than you would get in any other investment." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, but I think we should do more." And I was like, yeah, well, you know, you yeah, I've been on a little bit of a heater over the last like six weeks, so you know, I'm I'm preparing for a drawdown. You know, drawdowns a period where your your trading system and strategy kind of struggles a little bit, and you gotta absorb some losses before you can get get to the next winning streak, right? I'm saying all the same things. Like, no, 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 we gotta like quadruple the position size, right? Because you're making good money, but we should be making more. Eh, you know, I really don't think we should be doing that because I I had zero backbone. You know, no, you know, I base in my voice now was all, yeah, you know, you know, I don't think we should be doing that because, you know, I got all, I imagine my, my whole, I don't know if you guys know about power positions, right? I was the opposite of a power position. I was in the position of weakness where I made myself as small as possible, zero, zero confidence. And then finally I gave in because I'm like, the client is always right. This is the guy that's paying my, my checks because, you know, I make commission. Um, I just gave in because I didn't want to lose this this high client because, uh, you know, you do good by a high client. They have friends with a lot more money and that's how you grow a business. Um, so we, we in, I quadrupled the position size after a winning streak right into a losing streak. And of course, you get the phone call. Hey, dude, how come you lost so much money? Well, what do you think? I didn't say that, but that's, that's what was on my head. Why do you think we lost money? Because we could it our position size after a winning streak right in time for the drawdown, you idiot. <laughs> just not, client wasn't an idiot, but it was just the frustration at the time. You guys in the story, I, 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 you know, shut down my trading for like a week because I was just psychologically in a dark place. I was so angry, um, angry at the markets, uh, angry at myself for giving in and not sticking to the plan because the plan, had, it, it, everything was going perfect. And this is a this is a time where, like, this was my this was my way of making money during trading. This was my business. I didn't have any other job. Like this is if it wasn't this, it was going back to cleaning toilets. So I'm like, why did you allow yourself to do that, Akil? Um, But that's a great that's a great example of it. That's a great example of it. Um, So I think it's a combination of that. And I apologize for not reading the full question, but the full question was, Coach, do you think most traders struggle because of lack of capital and unrealistic expectations and returns? Or is it more not being rules-based and switching strategies and not allowing them to maximize probabilities? Um, and I, I, I don't think I think it goes hand in hand, Drew. I think I think the unrealistic expectations also cause traders to change strategies. Right? When you're you have a system or strategy that's doing well, but it's not doing as well as you think, then or starts losing and goes to a drawdown. What is your first thing? Is, is it kind of like oh, let's Let's tread water and make it through the drawdown. It's it's no. Let's the strategy stop working. Let me go find another strategy that does work, and then you just repeat the cycle. That works a little bit for a while. You know, ultimately hits a drawdown like every single strategy out there. And then once it hits a drawdown, instead of trading through it um, and getting to your next hot streak, you bail on it and you go to the next system. And the next system hits a drawdown and you bail on it and you the, you repeat the process. So, I think it's a combination. I think, it, I think it's a combination, um, but I think one of the things that we've changed, I'm, I'm confident in saying that now, it used to be our goal to change it, one of the things that we have changed in the industry, and this is going back to Trade Empowered, is the realistic expectation of what trading is, and that is something I'm very proud of, because maybe it's me being blinded um, to the BS now, but I don't see nearly as much of the buy this simple system for $19 and, and be a millionaire in three days. I see a lot more messages that are kind of more in line with what trading is. And again, it could be, I'm, I'm, it could be because I choose to ignore anything that is BS. Um, I'm allergic to it, right? Doctor wrote me a prescription the other day. I said, I don't want to stop being allergic to it. I'm going to keep being allergic to the BS. Um, but there there has been a shift, but certainly unrealistic expectations, certainly to get ri- get rich quick mindset. What people don't understand is they need to. I don't know if you guys watched the, the video that Jason Grayson just put out, or if you listen to his always free podcast or the, the the newsletter. How about those shameless plugs, right? Um, but he has a very simple solution for for wealth building, and you got to think of investing, and that's what we do: investing, speculation, trading. Um, this is not it, the the goal; isn't to get rich quick through this. It's to accelerate your wealth. It is to develop good habits is to develop kind of an extra form of income and it's it's a way to accelerate that income instead of just putting it into a savings account and getting your penny of interest every month or whatever it may be it's a way to take some money that that you want to work for you and it's a way to grow it quicker right it's a way to grow it quicker so in in many cases it's 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 it should be looked at as supplemental income. Now, you can go on to grow a, a business out of it if you have a lot of capital. You can certainly t- trade full time. Um, but in most cases, you're not trading full time. It takes a massive amount of money to trade full time with trading being your only source of income. However, there's nothing wrong with with you having a nine to five and and you saying, okay, well, I have this trading income. I'm just going to accelerate it so I can slowly I can slowly work my way out of this nine to five. Right. Instead of it, instead of me saving it in a, in a, in a saving account or putting it up a mutual fund where, you know, I can quit my job in, in, in 20 years because that's how long it's going to take for my money to grow. Maybe I, I, I chop that in half. Maybe i learned this skill and do it myself and I can accelerate my wealth in 10 years. Maybe I can accelerate my wealth in five years. And now I'm out of that position, you know, three quarters of the way quicker than I was before. That's the right mindset, in my opinion. I think everyone wants to be someone I, I got. Here's a question I got th- this morning. Um, and this is this is a good example of the mindset. Let's see if I can find it. Um, it was a shady looking name. Was it under my, uh, my, probably my messages. Yeah. It was from a guy named suspect slash man, which I have questions about. Um, but he says, kill how many years can i expect it to take me to be able to trade for a living if i start with 250 dollars come on man so it, it's that's a good example of the un the unrealistic expectation first of all there's no answer for that because there are so many moving pieces and you guys that have been through the process of learning how to trade, you know there's so many moving pieces of it. You gotta, how long does it take you to learn? How long does it take you to back test? What type of profit does your strategy produce? What type of money management are you using, right? And, you know, what are you gonna uh, add extra money to your, it depends on so many different things. Um, but even in th- what, I've, I, what I wanted to respond in, in, in the first response I had in my mind is like, why are, don't even think about it like honestly speaking and i I don't want to put anyone down or make anyone feel bad um but if 250 dollars, you shouldn't even be thinking about trading if that's all you have to invest in trading trading is not for you there are other aspects of your of your life that you need to get under control first right understand you shouldn't be trading until you until you get the other financial aspects of your life in order trading should be done with money that you can lose in all honesty you're probably gonna lose some of it in the beginning right so if you if you can only invest i know and i I understand everyone comes from a a different place and i'm a believer look you can learn to trade without funding any account i don't think there's anything wrong with that if you're someone that that wants to earn the skill and you just don't have the money to do it you don't have to trade live you could become a you could become a great trader without trading live now again the psychological issues are going to be a little bit difficult But as far as the technicals go, you could be a great trader if I were trading live. Just learn the skill. Um, But just the the mindset of saying, okay, I got $250. How much can I do to, what do I need to trade for a living? It's so unrealistic that it's not even worth spending time on. You shouldn't even be thinking that. You should be thinking more so, okay, well, how long is it going to take me to learn this skill of trading? Or how much, how long will it take me to save $5,000, $10,000, blah, 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 blah. My mindset has always been learn the skill while you're learning the skill, right? And then continue to save, right? Take care of those other aspects of your life, continue to save. That way, by the time you're done learning the skill, you've also saved enough so you can you can start putting it to work. Um, but that's a great example of the mindset. And then you have two types of people. You have people that, you know, you, they, they give you a response like I do, and they're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I should learn first. Or you got people that, you know, they just, they, they ask a question. I'm not saying this is that person. But in general, you have people that, they ask a question and they, they they want a certain answer. And when you don't give them that certain answer, they're just gonna to go to someone else. Well, you know what, I don't believe you. Um, you're negative. I'm gonna find someone else that says, yeah, I can learn, I can I can trade with $250 and, uh, and be live. And that person, they're just waiting for you because that's someone that's trying to suck their money anyway. That person is just waiting. They're just waiting for you. Yeah, come on, yeah, I'll tell you what you need to hear. Just give me that nineteen ninety nine. So yeah it, um, it's um it starts with the mindset i think the mindset is is the is the the it's the key the key to everything meanwhile lat says euro swift hit his target Woo-hoo, yeah <laughs> abusing the weakness of greedy traders and look the The older I get, I don't even, I I have no pity for people that fall for that. I I think if you're, and again, it's, I'm not talking about the ones that actually, I'm talking about the real sleazy ones. Like the one I, someone sent me a picture the other day of someone saying that you can make a thousand dollars a day or something like that. Like the ones that just like are like, some of them, you got to be stupid to fall for. Let's, let's be honest. I don't like calling people dumb, but some of them, you got to be dumb. I get them all the time. Some of them, you got to be dumb. Now, some some of them are tricks. Some of them say all the right things and they're just there. Unfortunately, people are there to, to scam you out of money. It happens to the best of us, unfortunately. But the people that come up and are like, you know, $1,000 every day for for a month, just buy my system for $19.99. Right? You got a question like, well, if your system's so good, why the hell are you selling it? And then why the hell are you selling it so cheap? If I had a system that produced a thousand dollars a day on whatever, I'm just, and again, thousand dollars is relative because if you're producing a thousand dollars a day on a uh, one hundred million billion dollar account, you're not really doing anything. Um, so that's all relative. But it's like, yeah, like why would you sell it for 19.99? I'd, I'd find myself an oil tycoon and and, and have a closed door meeting, <laughs> and I wouldn't sell it to anyone because I don't wanna I don't wanna trade against myself in the market. Um, but yeah that yeah that's what it is that's what it is so realistic expectations it, it's i think it starts with that i think once you're comfortable with that and even if you kind of eat a little bit of humble pie once you're comfortable with that you 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 kind of realize the power of everything and 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 the brilliance is this right the 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 roi sounds like if, if i tell you a 25 percent return on investment a year like, you're gonna get a bunch of people that are like, ah, yeah, it's not that much. But what's in, what's important to understand is that if, if the ROI is consistent, return on investment is consistent, and um, who is it, Justin mentioned this the other day. If you guys, did you guys hear Justin's accountability session? At all, Justin Mills? Mills, Miles, Mills, I think it's Mills, yeah. Poker player, right? So he's a poker player, right? And he, a former poker player. And he said one of the things that he loves about trading is that, you know, like once you have something that works like in poker, you up the stakes, you, you start, you got to play against better people and poker is a game of, it's a game of probabilities, but it's, it's also a game of kind of like deception and and, and, and it's you versus another person at the end of the day. Um, trading is not, if you have something that consistently produces, let's say a 25% return on investment, right? Maybe it doesn't seem like much your first year, but I would challenge you to do this. I would challenge you to to get an Excel spreadsheet. I would challenge you to start with uh, maybe $1,000, right? And then I want you to fill in columns, right? Do it about 50 times. Fill in columns of what 25% return equals on $1,000 and then do $2,000 and then do $5,000 and then do $10,000 and then do $20,000, $50,000, $100,000, right? Keep going up. Go to the level to where it makes you go, ooh, right? Go to the level where you look at your like, ooh, yeah, I'd be happy with that. And then understand that the return on investment never changed, never changed the entire time, right? That column in which you type it in, it was at 25% every single time. The only thing that changed was what? the capital and I will say this to the day I die. It's not hard to make money. You may not like it. It may take a lot of extra work and stress, but it's not hard to make money. So if you look on that sheet and you're like, okay, I need to, I need to get my capital to this amount before I can have that ooh return on investment, right? Dedicate a few years of your life. See, I'm going to work like a dog for two years and save, 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 save. I'm gonna tighten up my expenses. I'm gonna become more financially educated. I'm gonna make it a goal to dump everything into my savings, right? I'm gonna do everything I I can possibly do to accelerate my wealth over a, a two-year period so I can jump between the levels of $1,000 to $10,000. Instead of it taking 10 years to get there, maybe I, I jump there in two. And then you're that much closer. And at the same time, the money that you're producing in the market, excuse me, the money that you're printing in the market is working for you too. So you're not only compounding from your account size, but you're adding it from your life as well. And it's not hard to save 25% of your income per year. Again, if, if you're willing to dedicate yourself and and, and and do what needs to be done. I, I, would, I would gladly dedicate two years. I have gladly dedicated many years. Um, I'm dedicating myself until probably like 40. But I would gladly dedicate a couple years of hard work and a little bit of pain to pass up five years of like <laughs> mediocre living and whatnot to have that big return at the end. So we'll see. Pound yen's coming back to uh, the negatives. So we'll see. Um, Greg like, pound yen's breaking support uh, soon. Yeah, still got a, uh, if you're watching the four hour though, we still got three more hours. Um, Jim says, so many people are desperate for a better life. I hate those scam artists that prey on desperate people taking the money for those who need it most. But I have no sympathy for the lazy ones looking for it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that, And that, that's kind of my feeling on it. Yeah. The ones that actually want it and, and they, they fall for a good scam, I feel bad for them it can set them back the ones that are lazy and looking for a shortcut i I've, no pity that's what you get you want to take a shortcut through a dark alley and you get mugged and robbed and beaten then that's on you you made that choice all right that's a good way to end things anything else guys for today darn you drew got me all i, I was gonna i was excited about making it through the whole session with no rants And then you go ahead and turn me to Rantosaurus Rex at the very end. Rantosaurus Rex, the last of the dinosaurs. (laughs) Sorry, coach, you saved at least one trainer. Good, good, and it was all worth it. Coach, uh, what does the L in your name stand for? Luxurious? Like my lifestyle?